Hey guys, it's Rihanna and Chantal, and welcome back to your favorite Hot Girl Summer podcast. Yes, you know what's up. It's going to be a Hot Girl Summer for real. For real. This is like the first week in Toronto where I actually feel summer vibes. Like I'm feeling feeling good. When is the official first day of summer? I really don't know. I believe it's June 21st, the longest day of the year. And also, um, I think it's International Indigenous Day. Oh, how do you know that? It's the longest day of the year? It's the longest day of the year, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we get the most sun that day. Oh, I love that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I've been feeling so, the summer vibes, so I'm actually excited about everything we talked about last episode. Oh, my goodness. Literally, um, like I put on the Instagram, like we've already checked off some of our stuff on our little list. So yeah. what did you do? Up. Oh, you oh, tell them what you did from your list so far. Um. Oh, did I do anything else for my list besides? Well, I know like I, I can roller skate backwards now. Ooh. That's something I'm really happy about. Did you fall? No, I here's the thing is like I don't fall because I have really good balance. But I think me not being able to fall is holding me back from being a better skater because like now I have like an anxiety of falling. I'm like, I don't want to fall. Really? Yeah. That's it's a really life not. lesson. Oh my goodness. Falling is good, man. I wish my body would just let me fall. Like sometimes I'll, I'll fake fall or like not fake, but like I'll make myself fall over. But I've never like fallen, like lost my balance and fallen. Oh my gosh. You know what's yeah. embarrassing? Um, I fall. So let's just put that out there. Uh, <laughs> one time in the winter, I was going ice skating and I was doing a great job feeling confident and I tripped and I fell like directly on my stomach. Oh. And I just like slid across the ice. It was so embarrassing. My whole shirt, my whole jacket got wet. It was just like the worst. And I felt bad about skating or ice skating or doing any of that ever since because that was embarrassing. See, like I even think like when I did lessons as a kid, I don't remember falling really much. I don't, I literally don't really? remember falling. Yeah. And that's really bad because like you need to fall. Falling is how you learn. Yeah. I'd be falling and falling and falling. So I'm dead. No. Well, boo. Maybe next time. Maybe next time I'll fall and I'll come back and be like, guys, pop in. <laughs> <laughs> scrape up everything. <laughs> what did you do from your list, sis? I know you tell us the tea. Yeah, right. Okay. So I went to Vancouver to meet my boss, which was amazing. And it's so beautiful and so different than the city. Like there's so much color. There's so much like greenery, you're downtown, you can still see the mountains. Like it's literally so beautiful. Damn. And man, our Airbnb, like the view of the mountains, there was snow on the top of it. It was hot, like just absolutely beautiful, like breathtaking. And I just thought um, one morning I was looking at the mountains and I thought like, if mountains have a purpose, then like, so do I. Like, look at how beautiful and how tall they stand. I was like, what the heck? Bro, I had a whole revelation while I was there. I actually can't. <laughs> yourself to mountains what is this bro i'm like what's the purpose like they were made for a reason they definitely serve a purpose and i'm like so do i i don't know bro that i i I love that for you i just think that's hilarious (laughs) and i have a travel journal and one of the things i wrote in it was mountains just mountains at the period i don't know i don't know well i think once you see them like the rocky mountains for sure like they are such like like they're a natural beauty of the world right so it's just like to see those like i've I've seen i've never been out west so to see like images of it it's just so beautiful but to actually exceed in person must be like something completely different yeah i think that's what it was because i like i know that they exist but i'm like god damn like these are so beautiful like y'all just see this every day and then i think i'm gonna go back in august um but yeah flights are cheap i was just confused it's four hours to vancouver and like three and a half hours to Jamaica. So I'm like, I'm really traveling for four hours to stay in Canada, which is... I'm dead. You're like, really though? 
Yeah. My sister was like, I no longer respect you. You could have went somewhere tropical. And I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah. Then to get stuck with a quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, thank you. Pass. It can wait. It can wait. Um, so yeah, another thing that happened while I was in Vancouver, and this kind of ties directly into what we're going to talk about today, um, was uh, me and my partner were at the airport and we were asking someone for directions. So he went up to the guy and he was like, Hey, do you work here? And the guy straight up said, what do you think? And we were uh, like, huh? No. I was like, we like we both didn't know what to say because we're like, we don't know what your uniform looks like. We're literally asking because we're tourists asking for directions at an airport that we've only been to once. Um, and so we were really upset. And like one thing that I promised myself I would do more this year um, is like speak up more when things are wrong, when I have something to say, whatever. And so I didn't say anything to him because I was just in like shock kind of. And then um, we went to Tim Hortons and when we were going back um, to check in, he was sitting at a table with like a girl, a girlfriend or something like that. And so I walked by him and I couldn't even hold it. And I turned around and I was like, don't you ever disrespect me or mine again? Like never. And like he was eating and his mouth, he like dropped his food out of his mouth. He was like, I'm crying. Because I was really upset because that was so unnecessary. How are we supposed to know you work at a certain place? Right just rude yeah and then um he was like oh I didn't like his tone I was like there literally was no tone we're not from here you work here so we were asking you a question like I don't know I felt really proud of myself for like sticking up for myself and saying what it was because I'm like you can't just work at a place for tourism and then be rude to the tour like I was just confused. no that made no sense like, I'm, not, I'm not here every day if I was here every day you can be vexing me but like I, I'm not <laughs> I'm like you need me training but yeah I said something and I was really proud that I said something and so that comes today's topic with setting boundaries and sticking up for yourself oh my you went from like zero to 100 that thought you're gonna be like you're gonna be like listen sir that's very unkind but you're like don't disrespect me or mine ever again right. like you really went all the way with it and the way I was pointing my finger, because I was actually just really confused. I was really, and everyone had been so nice to us the whole trip, like everyone. Mm-hmm. And so for this to be like one of the last people we interacted with before we went back home and for him to be rude for no reason, I was like, Mm-mm. no, 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 yeah, so. I, <laughs> he lucky he ain't see me. Like literally, I didn't even know what to say. But yeah, I said something eventually and I've been like very proud of myself ever since. Look at you. Pat on the back. Backbone growing. Backbone just shining back. <laughs> right. And that's I know we talked about our personalities at the beginning. And so me, I'm usually very shy. And I won't say something. But how are you? Your personality when it comes to conflict and, and boundaries and stuff like that. Oh, my goodness. Well, guys, I'm totally into my big three. So my big three is I'm a Capricorn with a Virgo rising and an Aquarius moon. So, um, I'm pretty earthy, I would say, like I have two to three are earthy. Um, so for me, I'm very like headstrong and strong-willed and very like, if I'm right, which is 90% of the time, I'm right. <laughs> I will let you know I'm right because what the heck. And, um, also, um, I was looking more into like my, um, birth chart and my Mercury is actually also in Capricorn and that's, Mercury is actually how you communicate with people and how like, yeah, like how you, um how you like process information, how you communicate it back to the people. Yeah. So as a Capricorn, that means like, I don't like chit chat, which is so true. Like if there's one thing I hate, I hate chit chat. Really? Don't, I hate small talk. 
Oh my God. I hate small talk. I hate when you're just meeting someone. You have to like, so like, when's your favorite color? Oh, so did you see the Jays play? Li-? I don't care. Like I, yeah. I can't, you know, people hit you with the small talk at like bus stops and stuff. <laughs> I can't. It's because I'm a Capricorn and everything we do is very methodical. It's very thought out. It's very like, we're always, we're analytical people. And also my anagram is number three, which is the achiever. So literally I'm very much into like doing things with a purpose, Mm. going for goals, going and setting things. And when it comes to boundaries for me, um, it's hard. It's it's kind of a toss up because being a cap, like we very much want, we're very like, we're always known as like the hardworking of the sign. Like we're always working, we're always overachieving. And, but also we always want people to look at us in a certain way so that's essentially the number three as well like you always want people to like admire you or look up to you or rely on you in that way but also when you're such a headstrong person you want things done your way it's hard to find the balance between doing boundaries and not having stable enough boundaries that like protect you and also are favorable to other people as well if that makes sense So for me, boundaries are really hard with certain people or like certain environments, but it's really easy with others. Damn. That's crazy. You're like really well-versed on the whole personality thing. Like you were throwing out the terminology and stuff like that. Is that something that you're just like super interested in or? I love, I love knowing people's birth charts. I love seeing into it. I'm like, "Mm, okay. Like I can guess people's like signs and stuff. Like I'm like, "Mm, you're totally a Sag. How do you know? Oh, I can tell a Sag. Like, <laughs> what do you have to say for those people who don't think your horoscopes are real? Because I used to be into that. Me and my sister, we had like a book where people would be like, "That stuff is not real. It's like junk." And I'm like, "Yeah." What do you What do you have to say to people who think that that stuff is fake? I don't know. Like when you think about it, like okay, I don't take it too serious. I'm not like like when I was younger. I remember used to have like the horoscope, the daily horoscope, and like the the newspaper and stuff. I thought that was crazy and like this is ridiculous, right? But when you look more into someone's like full birth chart and you really understand like how like the exact moment they came into this world, like like how the line, the stars were aligned at that moment, I think it does play a part in how people act. I really, really do. But also um, when you think about twins, for example, like obviously twins would have more than likely the exact same birth chart, but they can be completely different. I think it's also how you interpret certain things. Because obviously if someone looks at their sign, they're like, oh my God, I'm a Scorpio. That means I'm super sexual and I'm super this. And people are like, well, I'm not like that at all. Like, no, I'm not a sexual person at all. Yeah. But like, maybe just means like you're really sensual towards yourself. Like, it's just how you interpret yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like how you appreciate yourself versus like you appreciating other people. Or a lot of people think like Scorpios, for example, they're very like provocative and they want to be with everybody. But maybe you're just like, maybe you will hope for your man. Yeah. Maybe you just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So, like, I, I believe in it, and I don't, like, if people don't believe it, I'm not going to be like, oh, you're such an, like, an Aries, of course you don't believe it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like that, but I, I like looking into it, and I like learning about people's, like, birth charts and all that. That's really interesting. And so, for me, you said the Scorpio thing. I'm a Scorpio. And a lot of times when I tell people that, they're like, oh, you don't give me Scorpio vibes. And you're right. It might just be with certain people. It might be with, like, certain situations. Mm-hmm. You can't expect every single Scorpio to be the exact same way in every single circumstance. So that's really interesting. But yeah, to tie it back in, in in terms of communication, I think that I can set boundaries better now, but I used to be terrible at it before. I'm a work in progress. I really am. Because just like you with people I love, you obviously don't want to let them down. Um, But one thing I've been doing recently that I'm also really proud of is um, when someone asks me to do something, 
I say, I would love to help you, but give me 24 hours and I'll let you know if that's possible. Like I just give myself time to think Mm -hmm. about if it's something that I really want to do versus just agreeing right away because I love that person or because I, I, I naturally want to help other people. So, but yeah, when it comes to people I love, I, I, I typically find it really hard because I don't want to say no to people, but, um, that's just something new that I've been doing. Um, and I think it's good for me because it gives me a chance to really think about whether I really want to, or can do this favor for this person. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm trying to be more honest and I'm trying to give myself more time before agreeing to do certain things. So that's something that I'm, I'm proud of as well. I really appreciate that because I feel like I'm very much, uh, I need to say yes to everything in the sense that like, I know I want to let people down. I don't want like, if I feel like I'm like, I don't know if I'm not doing something, I feel lazy almost. I feel like, oh, you could be doing that. Come on, you can do that. And then I'll have like a bunch of stuff to do and be like, I'm overwhelmed. And I wonder why I'm overwhelmed after. <laughs> if you could rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 on how good you are at setting boundaries, what would your number be? Ooh, because again, it really depends. Hmm. Like, oh, there's some people in some situation where it's like, I can't do it. So maybe like, let's say with your partner, let, I, I, let's say with your partner in your relationship, how good are you? Like, if Tris asks you to do something, you really don't want to do it, or you can't do it. How great at you are saying at saying that I, I don't think I want to do this, or I don't think I can do this for you. I'm like staring right at him as I think. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my boundaries with Tris, I feel like we're really good at that with each other. I think I would say like a 10. I feel like I really? can. Yeah, I feel like because I feel like he, he knows me well enough to be like, okay, if she really didn't want to do something. He wouldn't be like, can you do this? Amazing. Or if he really, if I, if I didn't want to do something, but he really, really was asking me, I know I would do it because I know he knows for a fact that I don't want to do it, but he knows that like he has no other choice type of thing. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Like I think I would, I would like, I'd pretty much do anything for you. Right, Tris? Oh. Do you do anything for me? (laughs) Crickets. (laughs) (laughs) He said nothing. But yeah, I think when it comes to like situations like that, especially when you've been with someone for so long, it's kind of like... If you're going to ask me something and you know I don't like doing it, I know for a fact it's because you have no possible way of doing it yourself. So, yeah, I'll do it. I got you. What about you, sis? Um, I think I would be an 8 out of 10 because sometimes there's things that I know that I can do better than my partner or that <sighs> I don't know. But I'm a very much a people pleaser. So I would say two times out of 10, I'm like hard no. Eight times I'm like I, I, I could. I could. Just give me some time or I don't know. I am... Um, yeah, I just I I don't want to disappoint anyone and it's even if it's something that's not a big deal, I still will take on more than I can just to make someone else happy. Um For sure, yeah. But I'm getting so much better at it. Um so that's something that's always been a constant like work in progress for me, so. Especially hard when like our generation, like our parents are just like would tell you stuff like do this and why? Because I'm your mom, because yeah. I'm your dad. And it's like we didn't really grow up with choice. Yeah. So I feel like that also kind of relinquished our like ability to have boundaries with people yeah. like it makes me think now like you see a lot of things where it's like if my child doesn't want to hug you yes. it's not rude it's, it's my child's body they don't have to hug you but when I was a kid if I didn't say bye to auntie if I didn't kiss auntie if I didn't hug auntie like it was rude yeah. like I didn't I didn't have body autonomy like yeah, exactly <laughs> boundaries were always crossed when we were children so it's like it's amazing to think like how when well, you're raising a child but when I raise a child one day how I'm gonna be so different with them yeah I feel that too and like even with Saraya, like I let her know sometimes that I need my space or if she needs her space, I'll tell her to let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if she's upset or if I'm upset, I'll say, I'm going to go to the den and I'm going to have my space for a second. And, like, it's something that we both understand. 
That's and so cute. I've never understood the whole like, you know, when parents think that they own their children almost. Oh my gosh. Like that's just always been a no-go for me. And um I'm so glad that like we had to live in those times, but like that's not how it's gonna be with her and I at all. Right. So, or like yeah. the idea, like if you want to live in my house, these are my rules. Like I to an, a, an extent I agree with that. But like there's some things that parents are just wild now with. Like not my mom, thankfully. But I know some people are like, oh my God, if you get a tattoo, you're out of this house. Like, that's extra. It's just like, what? That's extra. Stop this. It's not adding up. But yeah. It, no. <laughs> it's not abuse. adding up. It literally screams abusive. Like, this whole <laughs> could never happen in 2021. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is there um story time? Is there a time where you were really proud of yourself for setting a boundary or a time when you didn't set a boundary and you were upset with yourself for it? that you can recall think about it honestly as soon as you asked me that before I was just like oh my gosh when has there been an issue where boundaries have been crossed and I'm like ooh. um I always think back to like past um my past relationship yeah which was <laughs> literally 10 years ago right a hot minute ago <laughs> a hot minute ago little 15 slash 16 year old Rihanna um just boundaries crossed like crazy just I feel like I didn't have any choice in that relationship at all like I didn't decide anything I feel like no I didn't decide anything at all and I look back to it and I was just you know being young being dumb having your first serious boyfriend or whatever I was just like oh my goodness I want to be the best girlfriend I could possibly be I want to do everything I could possibly do like I don't want to lose this person because I'm gonna get married to this person (laughs) (laughs) you know oh my god i can't like when saraya has her first love like what are you gonna do bro because she'll be telling you no mom you don't understand you don't and you'll be like baby Uh, when i I understand too much (laughs) (laughs) but literally though like she's gonna look at you and be like mom you don't know what love is you don't know like you know what i mean and that was me and my mom. My mom was like, baby girl, like, da 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 Like, no, mom. No, like, no. Yeah. You you, last time you dated was so many. You don't understand. Oh, my God. Was I stupid? And just putting back, like, my values, things that I want to do, things that I was not comfortable doing. Definitely I was doing it because I was trying to appease someone. Or it yeah. was, like, almost like a threat. Almost like, if you don't do this, yeah. like, I'm going to break up with you. And I think... But again, growing up in a household where I didn't really have boundaries, I didn't know what that was. I didn't know I was able to have that because I was just, quote unquote, a child. I It just felt like that's what relationships were. Like you just kind of did whatever another person said. Like you need to know how to stick up for yourself. And um, similar to me, well, this is totally different, but recently somebody um, somebody slid into my DM. It was a girl. Oh. And she, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> no it's funny she followed me um on instagram after i got back from vancouver and she was in vancouver so i was like that's so weird like i was literally just there and she seemed like a really cute girl she's like totally into what i'm into like spiritually crystals whatever and so i sent her a message i was like so weird you messaged me like right after i left i really love your feed Uh, we were just talking um and then she was telling me oh she works for monet this has been oh no 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 (laughs) no cut the track cut the track I thought you no no I already have a Monet horror story after this so continue oh yes god. oh my god 
vultures, bro. Holy. Now you got right. me upset. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, but she was like, I recently joined Monet. And what did she say? I have to pull out the exact message because I'm such a, I'm such a sucker for these things because I'm like, I really want to help you, but like, I don't want to do this. So this is, hold on. This is what she said. She said, hey girl, I was wondering if you'd be down to chat with me and my mentor about Monet. And I was like, hey mama, in an effort to keep my life more honest, I'll admit I can't take anything else on at the moment. But if I change my mind, I 100% will let you know first. And that's me setting the boundary because I did not want to do it. You know what I mean? Ugh. I think you set a boundary that was kind of like, you know, like a fence, but like, you know, those, those chain fences. I think you said that you, because like she can still see you on the other side. She still thinks there's a shot. You didn't say no. You said, baby girl, not right now. If, if I ever choose to sell Monet, and I think there's a slim chance, no shade to anyone that does. No, no shade. all shade. Do not. No, oh, uh, oh, all shade. All shade, all tea. Oh, she said all shade. Okay. Why all shade? What's, what's, <laughs> what's the Monet horror story? What happened? It's, first of all, there's MLMs in general. Just, I'm so anti-MLM. It's ridiculous. Really? What do you mean, really? I'm shook right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You think I'm pro-scamming people? You think I'm pro-pyramid scheme? But no. I, don't even, I don't even know how that stuff goes. Oh, okay. So essentially, Monet, Arbonne, um, Nutra, I don't even know the damn names of the other one. Herb, Herbalife. Okay. Her, uh, the, the Sensi, the little can, all these different things are all MLMs, multi-level marketing schemes. Oh, no. And essentially what they do is like, so that that girl and what you say, her mentor? Yeah. Her mentor is the person above her. So their job is essentially to recruit more people below. So the more people you have below you, the higher you go up on the pyramid and quote unquote, the more money you may, blah, 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 blah. No, they're scams and they're, they're targeting people. I know they're targeting too. And that's what she got you because you're a single mom. Uh-uh. So they target, especially during the pandemic, they've been targeting a lot of single moms, women out of work, because think of it, a lot of jobs that shut down are a lot of like face-to-face, um, like service jobs. So like waitresses, yeah. Yeah. nail techs, True. hairdressers, mm-hmm. um, daycare centers. I don't know if some of them closed down or something, but like anything that's face-to-face with people, majority of those jobs are run by women. So there's a lot of women right now that are out of jobs, out of work, at home with their children, worrying about how they're going to make that money. And they're targeting people like you. That is insane. It's insane. It's insanity. And to be honest, I've never, I've never really done much research on them. I've seen a few friends do it, but like just in general, like that whole selling. And if I had to reach out to people the way she was reaching out to me, like I pass. I pass no, the secondhand embarrassment. No, I, I, I don't take rejection well. no. And that's your job. And so that's why I was like, I, I don't know anything about this place, but I know that I don't want to do this and I don't know, I, have t- I don't have time to do this. Um, damn. Now I definitely don't have time to do it. No, they're literally so bad. And then they sell you stuff. Like it's hair products. So people are like, oh my God. And what you're supposed to do is essentially like you're, okay, let me tell you my story because then it'll make more sense. So when I graduated university, I was contacted from this other girl um, that I met through like the Greek life. She's part of another sorority. Yeah. And she's also black. Um, <laughs> and she wanted me to sell Monet. So she contacted me. She's like, hey, beautiful. Da, 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 da. And this point, your girl was broke as a joke. You know what I'm saying? So Monet was seeming kind of like, I heard Monet, but I saw Monet, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I, I was that. so broke. So I was like, hell yeah, let me look this up. I didn't really look much into it. And I didn't really know too much about MLMs at that point. Like I knew about them, but not like the dangers and like the negative of it. And um, she was like, yeah, girl. So all I do is like, like literally I just like use the products and I put, you know, 
please. So she's like, I use the products and like, I just take pictures on Instagram. I post in my feed, my hair and this is this. Mind you, the girl wears a weave. So I don't know what, like, I was, I was, I was confusion. And also I'm natural. So like, I don't know if these, I don't know if these products are made for like natural hair, hair, if they're made, like, obviously if you use a conditioner and straighten your hair after that's different, but if I'm going to put conditioner and hope that my hair is hydrated enough to look curly and decent. So I was like, "Mm, I don't know if these products are for me, but let me try. Cause every time she'd send me examples of people's Instagrams, it was always like white girls with like straight or wavy hair at best she puts me on a line with her higher up and she's like hey gorge like my name's so and so and yes like this team is what's up like i just made a million dollars like i just got a brand new rover i just moved into my new condo downtown toronto i'm right on the lake that the phone cuts out and i was like that's weird that's that's strange yeah (laughs) that's suspicious so every time we call back her phone was really choppy and really cut off i'm like Girl, how you just get a new Range Rover and a new condo, but your phone bill ain't paid? Right. So I was like, no, 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 something, something's not up here. So yeah. then I was like, you know what, girl? Like, don't worry. Don't call me back a third time. Don't worry about it. Like, I'll think about it. Yeah, no big deal. And then I looked more into it. And that's when I really got into the whole, like, MLM, anti-MLM movement and looked up videos and stuff. And it's wild what they do. It's so, no, boundaries. Tell that girl, no. I hope she's listening. Girl, no. <laughs> she's going to listen to this <laughs> podcast. Girl, no. I'm going to share this <laughs> clip on my Instagram, on our Instagram. <laughs> tags her like, oh my god yeah i don't know i yeah damn but i know i've known a few people that have done it not to go off track but like i'm glad i said no because that could have spiraled into something that i couldn't have escaped from if i didn't know how to set that boundary and maintain those boundaries so and the thing is it's like i think the statistics are like less than like one percent of people actually leave there with making money versus like losing money and not even just them like all of them and like i knew i know a lot of people that joined like what was it it works yes it um arbon all those different ones, right? And that was a really big one. Actually, my cousin did that one. She got really, really like loaded off of that. But that's, yeah, but that's because she's lucky and she has really good networks. And like, you have to downstream a lot of people. And like downstreaming is like adding more and more people and people are adding people under you. So she downstreamed a lot and she made a lot of money. But that was back in the day, back when people didn't know too much about MLMs and people weren't yeah. as educated on them. But now she has her own business and she's far away from MLMs, but- she was one of the lucky ones that actually made money from it. But for the most part, people yeah. leave in debt. Like they make you buy all this product and tr- tell you to sell it to all your friends, sell it to these people, sell it to all these random host events, bring people over to buy it. And then if you don't sell it, you're stuck with the, you're stuck with the loss. Womp womp. Yeah, I know. Thank goodness I said that. Yeah. Thank goodness I set that boundary because obviously we just started talking and I'm like, this girl seems really cool. So typically like old me would be like, um, sure, I'll get on the call and you know, you're on the call and then you do another small favor and then before you know it, you're doing things that you don't want to do. So next thing you know, you're selling bags and bins of conditioner. <laughs> and so I'll ask you this, Re, and if you need time to think about it, because I, I was just thinking about it. Ooh. Um, if someone came to you and said they want to learn how to set boundaries, what would be your top three tips to someone that's looking to kind of set themselves up more in a more confident way? Um just wants to draw a line in the sand. What 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 would tips be for you? Well, I have three in mind. Okay, you go first, and let me see if I can feed off yours then. Mm, my thing is is um number one, I would say like know your limits. So really mm-hmm. know what you can and cannot do, and don't try and like stretch your limits for anyone because at the end of the day, you're going to be unhappy. Um, another thing is respect yourself. Again, don't do anything that's going to go against your integrity mm-hmm. because that again is not going to make you happy. And, um, be assertive because sometimes people say no, 
And then a person says, oh, but this, this, this. And then they go, oh, okay. Like they, they cave a little bit. So another thing is just being assertive and knowing what you can and cannot do and sticking to that and not letting it um, kind of waver with someone else's persuasion, like that kind of deal. That's the thing. Persuasion is the hardest, literally. Because when someone's trying to like tell you, get in your ear and be like, but this, but this, and that's when you start doing those little, okay, this, okay, this, that's when the boundaries start like weakening and weakening. So you really got to like stick to your, and obviously there's like exceptions to everything. Yeah. But if someone's just taking advantage of your kindness, that's the other thing. Oh my God, don't take advantage of my kindness. Oh yeah, exactly. So you have to be assertive. So I think that's, that's probably what I would put at the top of the list. Just being assertive in your decision to say no and sticking to it and not letting it waver because someone knows how to work you, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, like it's so like, I forgot where I read this at, but like, Literally every person in your life, like your parents, your best friend, your husband, like your sister, whoever, everyone in this world is, yes, they're, they obviously like, if they care about you, like your husband, he cares about you or whatever, your, your wife, she cares about you, but every interaction you have with someone, they get a personal gain out of it in some way. So inherently every, we're all very, humans are selfish beings. If we weren't selfish, we would die out. Like if you're like, no girl, have my food, no girl, have my house, have my water, we would die out. We have to be selfish to a certain degree in order to survive as a species. So when you think of it that way, like literally everyone has something to gain from a piece of you and not everything is, you know, in your best interest, the sooner you'd be like, "Mm, I need to set a boundary here. Mm, I can see how this can be an issue in the future. And just really looking at those things. Yeah. Obviously, if you love someone, you care about someone, you know, I don't know, you staying up at 2 a.m. and they're they're telling you about their heartache and all of that. Obviously, it's affecting you, but it's giving them something, but you love them. So you're like, I'll do this for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's every single night, you're not getting no sleep. Right, true. Boundaries. Yes. You know what I mean? Boundaries. Yes, got it. Got Boundaries, it. man. But for me, I think the main thing I have to tell, like my main advice for when it comes to setting boundaries is like set them early. Oh, don't that's, let, yeah, yeah. Don't let it, don't let people think like, oh, she let me do this. I'll, she'll let me do it again. Like set your boundaries early and set them strong, set them straight. Don't give no wishy-washy like, yeah, like that. No, be like, I don't feel comfortable with this. Yeah. And I would rather if we didn't do that. Yeah. And it feels good. It feels good when you set them and you maintain them. Like at the end of the day, you're like, whoo, like it just feels like a weight lifted off your shoulders. You know what I mean? Literally. Cause if you don't have your back, who gonna have your back? Who? Right. Right. Ain't nobody in this world going, well, as my granny says, I came into this world by myself. I'm going to leave the world by myself too. Like Damn. no one's going to come out of this world with you. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so you seem really good at this. Is there any, like, are there any changes that you think that you would make like moving forward in terms of like setting boundaries and being more assertive? Is there anything that you would change right now? I think for me is... I think in some aspects of my life, I am like all talk, no action. Like there are a lot of things where I was like, girl, if I was in your, like if my friend, I don't know, tells me about, I don't know, like <laughs> a bad, like a, a situation where their friend did something like janky. I'm like, girl, if I was in your situation, I would tell her off straight. And then me in that same situation being like, well, girl, like, let's not like, you know what I mean? Like, I think I'm very much like, I'm really good at like delving out advice, but like when it comes to taking my own advice, I'm like, ah, let's water this down a little bit. Yeah, but um, I feel like I burn. I've been burned way too many times. People tell me I'm aggressive and I'm whatever. I've been I've been given that title more. If I took a shot every time I was someone to call me aggressive behind my back to my face to a supervisor. If I had a shot every, I'd be long gone. 
Lethal. <laughs> Flatline. <laughs> Flatline. <laughs> no, we <laughs> <We've> lost her. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm in a weird space in my life where like I want to be assertive and I want to be like, especially going into like the workforce and like yeah. looking at doing my placements and stuff. Like Damn. I want to show that I'm like, I'm a person of my word and I go through with things and I want to seem professional, but I know like a man could be a boss, but a woman always comes up as a bitch yeah. and a black woman always comes up as a black ass bitch. If that, you know what I mean? Like it's always, there's, there's, it's so hard finding that balance. Yeah. Being a woman, being a black woman and being an assertive black woman. Yep. It's Without, so hard yeah. to toe that line. So I feel like I am going to give him this advice. Like, yes, girl, set your boundaries, know your worth. But it's hard because people see you setting your boundaries. They see how strong-willed you are and they think, mm, she's aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. And so it's such, damn, I don't even know what to say. It's, it's, it's difficult territory for sure. Yeah. Especially in the workforce. And even me, I usually, um, I usually don't speak up, but I have been recently and like, I get a little bit of anxiety because I'm like, I don't want someone to take this the wrong way because I'm saying mm-hmm. it, or I feel like I have to sugarcoat it a little bit because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm aware of how people may perceive it, even though I don't intend for it to be that way. Um, so yeah, I feel you on that. I hundred percent feel you on that. And that's the annoying thing. It's like, why can't I just say what I say and you take it for face value? Like, why did you dig deeper and yeah. be like, mm, but she meant this. Yeah. And I get that so much. And it's like, there comes a point where you're like, Damn, like, who do you want to show up to work then? Do you want Rihanna or do you want some kind of vanilla <laughs> watered down version? I, I got chills just now because I, I didn't realize really that I did that, but I do do that and I do it a lot. It sucks. It literally sucks. Like, you're just painted, like, always painted with a negative brush. And it's like, damn, let me just bite my tongue then. Yeah, I'm going to be vexed about it later because I didn't say what I had to say. But at least you won't think that. I'm hard to work with or I'm hard to deal with. I'm hard to have friendships with. You know what I mean? Hmm. I agree with that change. And I think for me, um, I'm going to be more mindful of that. But also um, something that I'm not assertive with is my time. So sometimes this goes back to what you said about staying up with a friend late or whatever. Um, If I know that I need personal time, but someone that I love wants to spend time with me, I will sacrifice my personal time to spend that time with um, the person I love. And that's something that I'm going to work on now because to me, that's not setting boundaries because my space is something that I enjoy and something that I know that I need often. Um, But as of lately, I've just been like all over the place, like going here, going there, trying to make time for this phone call, that phone call, doing extra thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think after today, um, just making more time to do things that I love and, uh, just being good with my with my with myself. Just reading, grocery shopping, making time to work out instead of like always trying to be there and go there and you know do other things with other people. Well, it's also I think hard for you too because right now you're like obviously been working at the place you've been working for like a while, but like you're still at the beginning phase where like you know you're in the honeymoon phase when you like when you start dating a guy and you're like mm-hmm, I'm not gonna fart in front of him <laughs> like I need to like I'm not gonna do this in front of him about he can't see this yet oh he can't see my body yet. Like, I think you're in that step of your relationship with, like, being in the workforce. And the work- you can't out- be out here showing your bad habits yet. You got to you gotta ease into it. It's like it's like the interview wig. Like, you ever heard of that term before? 
where black girls wear like a wig to their interview and then once they get the job and the job's secure that's you start rocking your braids and you start rocking your pump i do that all the time when i go to job interviews i got straight hair <laughs> stop this i'm trying to think of every job interview i've been to you know what you're right because i had to take photos for work and i had box braids and i was like now nah, i have to take out my braids that was one of the first things that i thought but it's so true. You like you're like, let me show, let me show the best side. Let me show the most. Let me show the most, you know. Or I can think of times I've been to interviews and done like light makeup to make it look like I'm just like naturally this pretty. And then my first shift, I'm like, hi, it me. <laughs> it me, sweatpants, hair tied, chin with no makeup on. No like. makeup. They're like, huh? <laughs> Face off. Mask off. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where's Chantel? Yeah. By golly. They were like, I don't remember interviewing That's you, cool. but all right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true though. Like when you're in like the honeymoon stage of a relationship, of a job, of a friendship, you can't be showing people like your bad side, your the weird part of you. You gotta be so I see what you mean. Like your boundaries are definitely at a different level right now. Yeah. But yeah. Once you get in that swing of it, once you get into the, you know, you'll feel more confident doing it. Like obviously it's still gonna be harder, but you'll be like, I've set, I've established my work ethic, I've established my name, I've established all of this, here's what's up now. Yeah. And I feel good about it. Honestly, like after the whole airport situation, after the girl, the Monet girl, I'm like, okay, I've been trying to get to this. <laughs> I just can't believe her trifling self. Right. And I didn't know that it was a scheme, but anyways, mm. I should block her. How dare you? How dare thing, you? I'm a thing. mother. I'm a I'm like, when I'm pregnant at my baby shower, play that audio. Bitch, I'm a mother. <laughs> Honestly. But yeah. Oh my God. But you're the perfect candidate because right. the mama bear always wants to protect her cub. And of if, if you say if you weren't working right now and you're struggling, hell yeah, that Monet Monet would look good. Monet Monet. That's why they're called anyways, yeah. Right? Scamming. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's what (laughs) I really that's what I really want to work work on. I want to continue setting my boundaries. I want to set boundaries for my personal space and not just for favors. Mm -hmm. And let's like do a little check-in in in a couple months and see see what's popping, what's happened, see if I'm a rep for Monet. If you come back as a Monet rep, yo, listen, future Chantel, if you're listening to this, and if you're a Monet rep, I hate you (laughs) and don't message me in fact don't come back (laughs) don't come back it's gonna be okay so i'm grown because (laughs) since you want to be out here making (laughs) monet i'm trifling so yeah guys as you can see we're pretty up and down when it comes to boundaries we know they're important Mm -hmm. we know we need to have them Mm -hmm. and y'all better keep us in check if you see us coming back here talking about some nonsense that happened and we didn't say nothing or you know, we're feeling a little stressed out because something we, we took on too much work at work or something like that. Call us out because we said we're going to set these boundaries and hold on to yeah. them. So keep a check on us. And we want to keep a check on you too. So yeah. come on to Instagram. Pull up. Pull up on Instagram. Let's talk about boundaries. Let's figure out what y'all going to do to keep your boundaries in check. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So obviously find us at OK So We're Grown. And thanks for being here. And we'll see you next week see you next week man oh my goodness what will next week hold what do you think is gonna be next episode they will have to wait and Turn see up. stay tuned <laughs> follow us on our instagram and yeah we'll talk to you guys soon bye Take care. talk soon bye